Hey, hey, happy Halloween, everyone. Before we get started, I want to remind you about a challenge I have starting tomorrow, November 1st. It's called the Gratitude Walk or Run, and it's a 30-day challenge designed to help you keep moving, get you focused on gratitude, and have you writing for short amounts of time in your journal each day. Check it out at crushingmygoals.com forward slash gratitude. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I'm the author of Holistic Endurance Training, and I help busy women live empowered and fulfilled lives and rediscover their joy and passion for life through movement, mindset, and journaling strategies. And today, in honor of Halloween, we are talking about five things guaranteed to make your life a little sweeter. So what makes your life sweet? I could talk all day about the joys of life, things like laughing with friends, sharing a glass of wine with a loved one, snuggling up with your dog for a good movie, looking over the ocean from the top of a cliff, feeling that breeze on your face, that feeling of accomplishment after a hard workout, or after running your first half marathon, or maybe it's a home-cooked meal with your family gathered around the table. We each have our own list of what's important in life, those things that really bring out the joy in our life. But we also know that there's some things that are critical, foundational for making our life good. Things like people, having connections with people, meaningful connections, laughter, nutritious food, good food, food that we enjoy, exercise, rest and relaxation. These are things that we all need to thrive. And, you know, maybe I would throw in some travel and some fresh air too. I need those things. I'm dreaming of travel right now. But these are all things that are important when it comes to enjoying life and feeling great. I'm really obsessed with the mindsets and behaviors that contribute to our joy and satisfaction with life. Because when we learn to tap into the power of our thoughts, we unlock the ability to make our wildest dreams come true. So I thought that in celebration of Halloween in the U.S., I would share a few things guaranteed to make life sweeter. They might be simple on the surface, but it does take effort to bring them to life. We go about life with dreams and goals, and so often the things that we dream of, the things we really want, never happen. We start to plan or train for a 5K or a marathon, and life happens. We get busy and quit. We dream about starting a business, and that little voice in our head tells us all the reasons it isn't possible. We try to lose weight, and we get in our own way. But it is possible to stop getting in our own way and to change the thought and behavior patterns that keep us from achieving the things we want. And once we learn how to do that, it really does open up a whole new world of possibilities. In the last episode, I talked about how willpower doesn't work. Grit isn't enough. It's not enough to push through to get what we want because willpower runs out. And at the end of the day, when we're exhausted, or at the times of day when we're stressed, 
is just not always enough. But you know what will get you there? These five things I'm about to share. They aren't sexy and it's not a quick fix, but you can train yourself to do these things. And if you do, you'll have an extra tool to use alongside grit, which is a powerful tool when it works. So what are these five things? Let's start off with awareness. What are you thinking, feeling, or doing? It's important to catch yourself in the moment and notice your thoughts and behaviors. Awareness is all about being aware of your state of mind and how that affects your behavior. Asking yourself, am I angry? Resentful? Am I overeating? Am I choosing to watch TV or sleep in instead of exercising? Am I walking into the kitchen and opening the cabinets looking for food because I was frustrated after talking with a coworker? Once you're aware of the thoughts you have and the behaviors that result from those thoughts that either can help move you closer to achieving your goals or are working against you, you can set the next thing, which is setting an intention. An intention is a choice. You're deciding what you're going to do in a certain situation, or even better, you're deciding ahead of time before you get into that situation, how you want to think, feel, or behave. So when you set an intention, you're asking yourself, are my behaviors in line with what I want and what is important to me? If you have a goal of being able to run a half marathon and you have a full-time job and a family to take care of, maybe the only time you have to train is at 5 a.m. every morning. So at night before you go to bed, you set an alarm and you set an intention. When my alarm goes off, I'm going to get up and run. Or maybe you know that you head to the kitchen and start searching for snacks when you get tired or stumped during your workday. So you set an intention there that when you feel this way, you're going to choose a fruit or a vegetable instead of getting into that bag of Halloween candy. And I know you're doing this. My husband, or maybe it's just our house, I don't know, but I doubt it is. My husband had to go out and buy more Halloween candy tonight because our entire family had been nibbling on the Halloween candy all week. When you set an intention, you are deciding ahead of time how you will act in a certain way in a certain situation. And it's important because commitment is the next thing that will make your life sweeter. When you make a commitment, you're not just a casual observer or seeing what happens. You are all in. You are committed to making something happen. And that means that you take daily action. You write your goals down because you know as I said, I think in the last episode, that you're 42% more likely to make goals happen if you write them down. Right there, that makes it worth writing the thing down in the first place, right? That's like 42%. That's huge. So write your goals down. Make that commitment. When you do this, you have sustained focus. And it's important to remember that it takes time and repetition to make a change. So when you make a commitment to your goals, you're doing so knowing that some of the things that you're going to be required to do will be hard. 
And you're going to do so knowing that sometimes you'll have to make choices and sacrifice. You'll have to give up movie night or a night on the town with the girls so that you can make time to make the things that you want happen. The next tool that can be life-changing is visualization. You're probably aware that athletes use the power of visualization by picturing things like scoring the winning goal or being the first to cross the finish line at a race. Speakers practice visualization to get the jitters out before a big presentation. Actors use visualization as they rehearse what it's going to feel like standing in front of that full house on opening night. You can use visualization to practice exactly how you'll call your boss and ask for a raise. Visualize it enough times so you know exactly what you'd say, so you're not emotional, so you're not worried that they'll refuse. You will get to that situation with complete confidence because you've practiced explaining your value and you, you've been calm as you've rehearsed. You can also use visualization to practice your new morning routine. Imagine how you'll wake up when your alarm goes off and get out of bed without playing on your phone for a half an hour or without hitting the snooze. You can visualize how you'll respond when your sister-in-law gets all sassy with you at your next family gathering. And research has even shown that athletes who are unable to lift weights or participate in their sport due to an injury can still benefit from mentally rehearsing their sport. There's lots of studies on this topic, but one of the more famous ones is on basketball players and free throw shots. They divided the players into three groups, and for 30 days, one group did not practice, one group spent 30 minutes daily practicing free throws, and the last group spent 30 minutes each day visualizing successful free throws. The group with no practice showed no improvement. The physical practice group improved by 24%, And the group that visualized only, they improved by 23%. So just 1% less than the people who actually spent time throwing the balls. Now, also notice that the amount of time spent during doing each was equal, 30 minutes. So to make visualization work, you need to use all your senses. You can't just go through the motions or sit there and close your eyes and be like, blah, 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 imagine myself doing this, but not really actually doing it, just saying you're doing it. You have to put yourself into it. How do you feel? What do you hear? Are you sweating? Are you calm? Is there a crowd? Are they cheering? Are they quiet? What are they doing? How are you feeling? Make the situation come to life. Add as many details as you can. If you're practicing for a race, imagine yourself turning that final curve. Imagine yourself going up the steep hill, whatever it is in that race that might cause you to struggle. Imagine that situation and repeat it, drill it. The final treat for today is self-reflection. If we don't take the time to pause and reflect, None of the other tools are as effective. This is when journaling or meditation or running alone to clear your mind can be super helpful. What are your real or imaginary fears? Are you really working towards your goals or are you sabotaging yourself? In the book Inner Size by John Asaraf, which I also mentioned in the previous episode, he says, 
Beliefs are simply reinforced patterns in your brain, and they are mostly based on memories, personal experiences, and old models of reality. So what it's really important to remember there is that there are facts and there are beliefs. And beliefs are not always facts, but are sometimes a perception based on past experiences. We all have limiting beliefs, even if we aren't aware of them. And limiting beliefs are habitual thoughts, which mean they can be changed so that you can see yourself in a more empowering way. And that gives you the ability to bring your reality into alignment with what you want out of life. We all need time to reflect so we can identify our limiting beliefs, so we can get in touch with that little voice in our head that says we're not good enough or we can't do whatever. It's all those lame excuses that you might not even know you're telling yourself. But it's important to take time to reflect so you can even be aware or notice whether you're sabotaging your own efforts. As you reflect, you become more in tune with how your thoughts affect your behaviors, and in doing so, you're able to close that loop. So that you can go right back to the top of our list that we discussed today and continue to reinforce the helpful behaviors and thoughts. So starting again with awareness, intention, commitment, visualization, and right back here to self-reflection. I want you all to have the greatest Halloween weekend. I hope you have some fun. Maybe you're able to dress up doing whatever is safe and fun where you live. And if you're listening to this on Sunday or Monday, you can still put these tips to use as you try to avoid raiding your kids' Halloween bags. I hope also that you'll sign up for the Gratitude Walk or Run. It's my 30-day challenge that starts tomorrow on Sunday, November 1st. Head over to crushingmygoals.com slash gratitude to check it out. You'll get some great practice working on mental skills that will help you live a happier, healthier, more productive life. We'll walk. You can run a little bit if you want. We'll practice having a very grateful November. I will talk to you all next week. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.